When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes have cleared all the zombies out of a small town. Juniper fought her way through the booby traps in the general store, Butthole slaughtered the zombies with his divine powers, and Quinny struggled to explain the Quinny Days posters they found before catching a quick nap. What will our heroes discover when they finally reach Cornucopia? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Any day that starts with Nat 20 muffins is a pretty fucking good day. Uh, now, granted, this isn't the start of a, a brand new day, um, but uh, you uh, you do feel rested and uh, somewhat relieved after um, the initial fear, I think, at, at what could have occurred here. And uh, then the admittedly still somewhat grim truth, but um, not quite as bleak as, as you might have found. And you all survived the trap things that exploded in your uh, respective faces, as well as the tower collapsing. So generally speaking, not the worst. Uh, and uh, now you've had some muffins and some some refreshment. So um, as I've said, uh, Treebury is the, the sort of the, the gateway to the fertile fields. Um, that said, uh, the camper seems to have escaped uh, out the window, um, not south towards the fertile fields, rather into the woods uh, that, that uh, surround Treebury. Um, you don't have a lot of leads uh, right now, um, other than kind of your, your primary objective, of course, to uh, gain enough of a food supply to be able to uh, stock the Fortress of Forlorn Hope. Uh, what is your plan from here? And is there anything else you'd like to do kind of in, in morning, not morning, but kind of in like post rest preparation? <clears throat> uh, I just want to see here. So I'm thinking we got to go to Cornucopia. That feels like our safest bet because we have the most connections. If we name drop Quinny, maybe the people come out of woods and not explode us. I mean, maybe they'll hate me because I left. I, I, I don't know. If they if they come out just to tell you to fuck yourself, at least we'll know they're there and we can talk to them. No, fair enough. Uh, look, Burn as I'm the really... bodies of the people that we found in that morgue. Are we worried about the people? I guess there's not really a necromancer here right now. It seems like these zombies are kind of doing their own stupid zombie thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming if we're really attention. worried about, you know, bodies coming and up, I feel like the only way to protect ourselves was really to be find every single dead body in the world and burn it, which probably isn't realistic. That honestly is a reasonable point. Also, I don't know how the people who ran away and hit are going to feel if they come back to their morgue and find out we either torched all the bodies or smushed their heads in. Yes. All right, so we'll leave them out. We found them. Uh, Quinny, is there anything else you need to get ready? Juniper, is there anything you need? I, I'm just, I'm just trying to, okay. I'm just trying 
Pursue your happiness, but make sure it doesn't impinge on the happiness of others. Oh, moon manment. Moon manment. I feel kind of bad that we showed up here and really blew up this one person's scene. I feel like we did impinge on their happiness. Do we have any rations or anything like that that we can maybe just leave in the apartment if they come back some food for them or something? I could put the leftover muffins in a basket. We could leave muffins were delicious. That would be a great idea. Yeah, those muffins fucking ruled. I think I think that's the least we could do. Okay, let's uh, we'll leave a muffin basket, and then do we have anything else that'd be nice that we can add to it? I'll leave some gold behind. I mean, I don't know how what the economy's like right now, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what. It, I don't think we have enough to pay for the tower, and we really need food for people who are starving to death. So I feel like if we give the gold away, we're impinging on the happiness of the people back in the Fortress of Fort Definitely not all of it. I don't know what a few, how much happiness a few coins might bring. Again, I could leave them them my short bow. I don't know if they need it. Why don't we give them half the gold we took from the town, like the privateer kind of fee, where we're like, we need half for food, and half will go back to you for your watchtower. Sure. All right, so 32 gold and a basket of muffins. And then, Quinny, do you want to write the note? Because it seems like you might be a celebrity to some people. I don't think a note's necessary. I think it's fine to just leave that and and move on. Well, I mean, no note like, hey, sorry for scaring you off. This is for you. Yeah, I I mean, I don't have any of those writing implements. Does anyone have stuff to write? (laughs) Pull out uh, uh, Mrs. Paisley's forgery kit with like a flourish. (laughs) Because, of course... All right, dear uh, uh, lone survivor, uh, sorry we set off your traps and collapsed the clock tower. Uh, We eliminated most of the zombies in the area. Uh, What, we're headed to Cornucopia if you want to meet up. Uh, Sorry again, sincerely, Quinny, butthole. And Juniper, is that how's that? That feels pretty good. P.S. Yeah, we'll be great. back in like a week if we're not dead. All right. P.S. We'll be back through here in a week if we're not dead. Okay. Now, right, does does one of I you want to walk better. that up to the office? Because I'm definitely going to hit one of the trip wires. Yeah. No, I'll I'll, yeah. I'll take it up. Thank you. <clears throat> and I go up, and I uh, I kind of fold it and 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 kind of place it uh, underneath the basket so that when the basket gets lifted, the note can be revealed that way. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah. All righty. Well, off we go into the zombie land cornucopia. Yeah. Great. All right. So you uh, pack up what you've got um, and uh, begin to make your way south. Um, Do you disable the gate or just kind of go up and around it? I think Quinny's content to not touch any more shit. <laughs> yeah. Just given how much of it explodes. Butthole would also be a big fan of leaving the gates barred and raised. Like we cleared the town, which is only yeah. a value if we don't open the doors for zombies to walk into the town. So yeah. up and around seems smarter. Cool. <clears throat> okay. Um, so you, you take the extra time. Um, you sort of head up and around and uh, you continue south um, sort of uh, – deeper into the forest and towards the, the fertile fields. Um, can you please roll me a perception check, all of you? 
Ooh, 12. Seven. 23. <laughs> of course. This feels about right. 23. <laughs> not, even, okay. not even a high modifier, just a, a high roll. Fair enough. Um, you, uh, Quinny, you catch a, um, a flash of, of color um, moving quickly through the trees uh, along beside you at distance. Uh, it's a, a, a bright flash of orange. Um, I put a hand up for everyone to stop as, as wordlessly as possible. We'll do so. I'm not, Buttle's not fucking around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'll right. just, I'll just gesture like I see something that way, you know, my eyes. And then I point where I, where I see it. At which point, uh, two arrows come flying out of the trees, uh, through the spot you would have been had you not, uh, come to a halt. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative, please. That is 13. Holy also shit, 13. Initiative modifier is so good and high. So I'm just <laughs> used to like my slow characters. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be 14. Okay. Um, all right. So um, you hear a, um, a growled um, curse uh, from the trees. Um, and then uh, another um, couple of shots come whipping through uh, the woods. Um, Quinny, since you're up front, um, they're going to be aimed at you. Um, but because they're shooting through trees, uh, they're at disadvantage. What's your AC? Uh, 17. 17. All right. Ish. Um, uh, so that is a crit fail. Um, okay. I'm going to say uh, they... Uh, you hear the arrows. Um, one of them sticks into a tree next to you. Um, we also hear the uh, the twang of a uh, of a bow string breaking, um, and uh, another growled curse. Uh, this one allows you to to properly um, track uh, the, the noise. And um, as you'll be going next to initiative, this all makes sense. Uh, you can see um, the uh, uh, sort of an, an orange and black uh, striped furry face staring back at you through the woods. Uh, it would seem to be a tiger standing on two feet, um, s- sort of like tossing aside a bow and reaching for a blade. What do you do? Uh, I'll, uh, I'll start stalking towards them, just like, w- like walking with purpose towards them as I see they're more now for, for melee combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll say, uh, uh, Hey, you don't look dead, so why are why are we trying to fight each other here? Come on, relax. If you have the prisoner, give them to us. We don't have any prisoners. What what prisoner? Hmm. In that case, you serve no purpose to me. Um, and he whistles, and you hear uh, a bit of a commotion in the bushes um, as uh, two gray shapes uh, begin to uh, prowl um, to the uh, left and right. Well, look. Look, like maybe we can help each other. We're looking for survivors. We're looking for food. Uh, who are you? Um, uh, his eyes narrow, and he says, um, "I am Veers, but you are Quinny Brownbarrow." It, it, yeah. <laughs> we have yeah, unfinished business. Um, and, uh, with that, he, uh, he starts to like bound towards you. Uh, it's your initiative. Uh, what do you do? 
Uh, I'm a little confused. I want to make sure that I'm just not misremembering. Did we encounter a Veers? Nope. No. Okay. Um, I'll, uh, just in self-defense, I'll summon forth uh, Frostbite, Mm -hmm. you know, a.k.a. Breach of Contract, which (laughs) I forgot I named it, and I really do like that name. Um, uh, And uh, I'll just uh, be ready to to defend myself. Uh, There's a thing, like, you you can take, like, the dodge action on your turn, right, where I just become harder to hit on Mm -hmm. someone else's turn. Yeah, I'm going to go for that. Yep. Yeah. I'm just going to confirm that. Great. Because we don't do that very often. I'm usually like, I'm going to kill you, you motherfucker. And I'm not really there yet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Dodge. I'm I'm bringing it up here if you want. Um, mm, 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 Attacks again made against you have a disadvantage, I believe, is, is how that goes. Um, but, but, but let me just when you take that. the dodge action, you focus entirely on avoiding attacks until the start of your next turn. Any attack roll made against you has disadvantage if you can see the attacker. Uh, yeah. And I make deck saving throws with advantage. Nice. Oh, finally. <clears throat> be able to pass some deck saves. I know you <laughs> have such a hard time with that. Nope. Um, I mean, if you stay within 10 <laughs> feet of me, saving throws get even better. So, <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, all right. Um, Next up, um, Juniper and Butthole, what is your uh, initiative modifier? Plus one. Plus two. All right, Juniper, you're up first. So you've got two gray shapes um, kind of moving to flank uh, from yeah. the, uh, the the Tiger Man, uh, and Veers is uh, uh, closing in quickly on Quinny. What do you do? Um, I, I imagine I've heard Quinny say all this and realize he doesn't yeah, I'm not whispering or really anything, want yeah. to. It, yeah. Um, what I will do is I will try to um, I'll use channel divinity and uh, specifically nature's wrath. Mm. Um, and I'm going to try to ensnare um, wh- whoever's closest to me. So whichever gray shape is coming in. Um, sure. Uh, and just restrain them. So right. they have to uh, succeed on a dex saving throw or strength or be what? restrained. What's the DC? Uh, uh, 16. 16. All right. Uh, it fails. All right. And so <laughs> uh, I think Juniper just says, we, we really, we really don't want to fight anyone. We're like, really we're on, like, I, Really, like we're all living, like Quinny said, alive. Uh, you hear a, a yelp as the uh, the vines uh, wrap around uh, one of the shapes, um, and then uh, growling. Um, butthole. Butthole's going to go for the other gray shape. That's sure. We'll call him a light and gray, uh, light and dark. So okay. light is ensnared. Uh, dark is the one that's closing in on you, butthole. Yeah, butthole's making a move for dark. He he would just charge forwards, wanting to see what dark is, because then he knows the rules of engagement. Uh, yep. ha- hammer in one hand, uh, shield in the other. Um, you see a uh, a humanoid wolf um, doing that like saber tooth run uh, towards you. All right. And Butthole would yell to the, the rest of the band, 
don't kill the wolves. It's blasphemy. <laughs> uh, and then he's he's going to go in, uh, going for non-fatal damage specifically uh, with Gobble Jr. being like, talk sense into them. Uh, and, uh, so his, his fart, fart like moon hammer butt that appears on his hammer that usually powers up his swings uh, he's actually on the front of the hammer this time, uh, farting to cushion the blows so they won't break bones. They'll just do non-fatal damage while he's swinging at this wolf. So hit with a bag of oranges. Yeah, won't even leave a bruise. <laughs> <laughs> so the first hit is a twenty-one. Yes, great, and that one will do. Uh, bam, bam, bam. Ooh, solid rolls on that one. That will do uh, 20 non-fatal damage Ooh. will be that hit. All right, a sound hit indeed. Uh, how, how's this How's this werewolf, for lack of a better term, looking? Uh, that's the correct term. Uh, very hearty. Very hearty. All right, he's going for it again, then. He's going to burn one of his uh, farts of fury. So he's got his hammer hands, so he's, he's fueling himself up to be able to swing again. There's butts all over this hammer, just whipping it around. Uh, and that one is again a 21 to hit. Yep. Uh with the grand total of the damage will be less this time. It will be eight non-fatal damage that time. So 28 damage total this round. Cool. Uh definitely has has taken some damage, definitely still up. And mad. So mad. Um that brings us to uh the wolves. Uh so obviously um he will attack you. Uh, so he's going for um, uh, a bite and a couple slashes. Okay. Uh, what's your AC? 23. All right. Uh, I missed with all three, and I rolled a one. Uh, so I'm going to let you take uh, uh, an opportunity attack uh, nice. against against it. Uh, as it, you know, the, 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 the butt-powered hammers are just smacking it left and right. It's stumbling around, clawing at you. Um, but it's it's not used to having to claw past you know uh, a torrent of hammers. Yeah, truly, that, none of us are. That was a nat <laughs> one, but I have inspiration that I, I would sure like do. to use. Yeah, that might be a good one to rebalance that. So that will be a twenty-two to hit. Yes, sir. Which will add up to oh yeah, max damage. That is twelve uh, non-fatal damage from Moonlight Bringer. Damn man. Smack my wolf up. Um, cool. Uh, the other one has to try and get out of your ensnarement. Um, yeah, so it's at the end of its turn, so it can't yeah, take an fine. action this turn, and so it just needs to make a strength or deck saving throw. DC growling 16. and just hear it say, What boss? <laughs> We've been ensnared. They brought snares. Ah! And it's going to try and break <laughs> out. Um, it does. Um, oh. And then it yells, uh, never mind. I caught it. Um, and uh, it uh, turns growling to you, but unfortunately, that was his whole turn, so I uh, can't do anything else. Uh, back to uh, the tiger. Um, he's going to launch himself at Quinny, as you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Quinny, obviously, you're duck dodge, dip dive, and dodging, so he's going to have a bit of a hard time. Uh, he's going in with um, a bite and two sword attacks. Uh, what's nice. your AC? Okay. Uh, 17. All of those attacks are at disadvantage. Yeah. So, no to the bite. Um, you get the sense the bite is more of a feint, kind of snaps at you, um, and then takes two big swings. I'm sorry, your AC again, sir? 17. 17. 
Um, all right, so that's one hit and two hits, unfortunately, at disadvantage. Wow. Good um, so let me just roll up damage here. I'm going to roll these separately for you because I suspect you have magical rogue bullshit you'd like to uh, evoke. That's right, I do. Boy, thank you for mentioning that because I would have just been like, well, time to take damage. Um, mm. Yeah, man, you've been mocker for a while. I figured <laughs> I'd give you a hand. Um, all right, so first one is... Uh, oh yeah five damage five whole damage this episode is sponsored by shopify when we started podcasting an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind but now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products all because we use shopify Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. Hello, everyone. It's Tyler Hewitt here, just taking a little break from the show to let you know that Dum Dums and Dice have a Patreon. Yeah. Did you know that? Have you heard about this? We've got a Patreon, and we've got a bunch of different tiers for you to subscribe at, the lowest one being just $1 per month, and with that, you actually get one of my favorite perks. You get access to our patron-only Discord. you got a lot of fans hanging out on there already. It's very active. Uh, we hang out on there. We're active uh, and part of the Discord as well. We've got one of my favorite channels is the Questions for Cast channel, where you can ask us about our process, about our characters or anything like that, but also just like personal, you know, kind of get to know us questions as well. Uh, And I like getting to know the fans of our shows uh, on this Discord. So it's been great so far. I highly recommend it. You should head over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. One more time, patreon.com slash dumdumdice. See you there.
I'll take I'll tank all of that. I'll take the five damage. All right. Second one is eleven. So you've chosen one. Okay. Uncanny dodge. There it is. Half half that damage. Okay. So that's we round that up. So that's six total of eleven then from both hits. Yeah. Are we saying okay? Uh, great. So um, clearly a deft swordsman, um, despite uh, your your dodging. Um, he uh, you you seem evenly matched, um, and uh, he, he just growls. Um, These are the ones. Do it. Uh, bring us to Quinny. You're engaged with uh, the Were Tiger Veers. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to fight back. This is getting to be a little ridiculous he's not interested in talking to me he's talking to someone else uh so we need to get the upper hand in this fight uh so not holding back um this guy's trying to kill me i have every right to defend myself <laughs> uh and so i uh i i lash out with uh with frostbite uh right. utilizing that uh advantage on the first attack i do uh that you gave me um from gosh like three episodes ago now um <laughs> Uh, so that will hopefully trigger sneak attack if I hit. <clears throat> 16 plus, uh, 12 to hit with frostbite, um, 28. Yep. So that's more than enough. Actually, let me just make sure I didn't crit. Okay. So that was the advantage. And then, uh, with uh, we didn't use this too much, but with my warlock ability, thirsting blade, I attack twice with my packed weapon. Mm. So here's the second attack uh, for a total of uh, twenty-three to hit. Yep, that'll hit. Okay, so the first one will be sneak attack. The other one will be standard damage. So sneak attack. Plus 7. 26 damage for the first attack. For the sneak attack damage, and obviously much less here. I'm going to use the poison on Frostbite for this second hit, just to kind of compensate for the lack of sneak attack damage. So, depending on if it matters or not, that's one piercing, six frost, and seven poison um, for a total of seven and seven, 14 plus seven, 21 damage. One damage, very good. And I roll a d6 to see if the poison effect stays or wears off. On a one to three, it stops. Okay, so I no longer have the ability to in- use do poison damage with my sword currently. Okay, so you, you slash him up uh, pretty good. Uh, he kind of mm-hmm. stumbles back, uh, clearly having um, taken a, a hard hit. Uh, one of the the wolves, uh, the one Ryan's fighting, dark uh, steals. Veers, you're injured. Don't be a hero. Um, and he just says, shut up, we've got this. Um, and uh, the fight continues. Um, that brings us to Juniper. Uh, your ensnared guy is free and is intent on charging you. What do you do? Um, and uh, can you roll me a perception check? Yeah, for sure. Ooh, that's not great. Six. Six. Okay. You perceive nothing. Um, he rushes you. Um, 
I think because I've already got my revolver out, mm-hmm. um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna have to shoot him twice. It's just gonna be like, please, please stop, please. Why? I hate God. I I hate fighting. I have so many weapons and I hate it. And she just attacks. <laughs> So that first one will be 25 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. Uh, although I do need to ask, is your revolver magical or mundane? No, it's mundane. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, the second one is 12 to hit. Uh, yes, that'll hit. Oh, wow. Okay. So that'll be a total of uh, 11, four, 15. That'll be 15 yep. piercing damage. Uh and that's kind of it. And she's just just asking them to please stop. Gotcha. Please stop. Um, you can see your, your bullets hit. Uh, but they don't penetrate the way um, you would hope. It's a bit of that like Wolverine getting shot thing. Yep. Uh, where the slugs hit and, and just get caught in the flesh. Um, bring us to Butthole. Yeah, Butthole's just fighting his wolf with this magic fartfield hammer, just being like, I don't actually have a problem with you. I don't know why we're doing this. It seems like you have a bad boss. And as he says this, he's just <laughs> swinging the hammer around. Uh, so Goblin Jr. will help him uh, with his first strike, so he'll have advantage. Uh, wolf team versus wolf team. Uh, the first hit is a 22 to hit which we know hits. So this is the one that's fueled with some extra radiant powers, which brings it to a total of 21 magical, but non-fatal damage. So he's not breaking bones, but he is just beating the ever loving shit out of this guy with a hammer, making weird fart sounds. Uh, and then he's, he's, he, they got to deal with these fucking people. Um, so he'll use another hammer hands to get an extra strike in. Uh, just just mowing it down. That is a dirty 20 to hit. You very much hits. And that one will do another 11 uh, damage. Okay. Um, so you uh, crack, uh, crack him back and forth. Um, he's trying to mutter something at you angrily, uh, but you just keep hammering him in the face with hammers. Um, and finally, with the last strike, it's that full, like his whole body goes rigid as, as his head snaps back. Um, and you can tell he's like shifting back into human form as he collapses. Um, so there's an unconscious naked man um, in front of you, um, just kind of um, slumped over. Um, that said, you can see he's actually badly injured. Um, he's got uh, a couple of um, weeping knife wounds um, that uh, you certainly didn't put there. Um, that brings us to um, the wolves. Uh, do a. Yeah, that's fine for that. Um, the other one uh, is going to attack you, Juniper, obviously, because you're bashing on uh, on him. That's fair. Uh, what's your AC? Uh, 21. All right. Well, my first attack's in that 20, so that one goes through. Oh, boo. Um, all right. So, Juniper, you're going to take 10 points of damage. And Yikes. I need you to please roll me a con save. Con save, okay. As he like clamps down Ooh, uh, on your that's arm. A four. Um, all right. Um you're doing that thing where that like dog trainers always have to do, where like you've just got like an angry dog um like dug into your arm. Yeah. Um and um 
you just can't stop staring at its eyes as it does this. There's something um, almost hypnotic about it. Um, the pain is incredible. Um, mm -hmm. And you eventually manage to like, you know, you know, flat palm the snoot um, and it, it releases. Um, but uh, it's a it's a pretty vicious wound. Um, bringing us to um, top of the round, uh, the tiger that Quinny is just fucking raining hell down on. Um, he looks to his companions um, and uh, can tell that things are, are going rather badly. Um, and, uh, so with, a, a snarl, um, he just says, uh, it's up to you now, hold them as long as you can. Um, and he's going to attempt a ranged attack. Yeah. He reaches for a pouch. Uh, Quinny, you can get an attack of opportunity on him as he does this. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go on for that. Mm, might not hit. Uh, that's a 14 to hit. Uh, 14 will hit. Who is this guy? Jesus. Um, I'll okay. This will be non-lethal damage because uh, surprise that hit. Uh, okay. Oh wow, that's a high roll for two d six. Eighteen damage. Oh shit! All right. Yeah. Five piercing, albeit magical, and six. Uh, cold. Cool. It's a, uh, nice it's a modifier. Strong hit. Um, as as he reaches, he he powers through it. With, you know, gritted uh, fangs. Um, and uh, he throws a vial um at the unconscious guy at Butthole's feet. Um, that bursts um on contact um in kind of a shimmering blast of of a silvery liquid, almost like mercury. Um, and uh, with a scream, uh, the guy on the ground uh, begins to writhe as it begins to eat through his back. Um, the what? Uh, the tiger um, then kind of like contorts and shifts, um, and uh, you can hear bones crack um, as he begins to reshape um, into the animal, and he kind of leaps backward and, uh, and goes to take off running. Um, Ryan, you are pretty well close enough that I think you could throw something at him if you wanted, or I don't know if you're more concerned about the guy on the ground. Yeah, Butthole's entire focus, he was already about to heal the guy on the ground, so keeping this guy alive is his only priority. Um, yep. He would, uh, I think, reach down instinctively and just, like, fart. But, like, normally this is all very performative large mm -hmm. magic. This is, like, it's almost like the light snakes out of his butt and just circles around his arm down and into this guy's body with his right hand. And then with his left hand, he's just pulling out his canteen and just pouring water over this guy to try to clear as much of the silvery shit off of the outside of him as he can. Sure. So he he will cast Cure Wounds at level... Where's my freaking spell sheet? There you go. It's out of order. Uh, cure wounds. He will do at level three. He really just does not want this guy to die because it's it's eaten fast, right? This yeah, is not yeah, it's a, burning. Yeah. It's burning through him like a fast working acid. Yes. Then he is he's going in at level three, which will mean he will heal. Uh, thirty one HP on that guy, and then he buttholes already full health, but he just feels himself get a little jolt of energy because <laughs> whenever he heals people, he gets a very light amount of healing for himself. All right. Um, cool. 
so definitely looking less insta kill um but uh the uh the tiger man uh morphs uh and takes off into the trees uh, leaving you with um the one uh, remaining wolf who's still very uh very concerned with trying to kill uh juniper um the wolf kind of moves to to kind of generally block um the tiger's escape um and um he is uh he's not up yet um because that was tiger so quinny um hmm. tiger man has booked it away uh the other wolf is still here the tiger is still within uh eyesight as as he escapes into the trees but he is like in full tiger form and a tiger running through woods so he is generally much faster than uh the rest of you right now uh eldritch blast has a range of 120 feet can i still tag him yep you can try yeah, I'm going to try and hit him with Eldritch Blast. Sure. I think it'll be a disadvantage because you're firing through heavy uh, heavy okay. foliage, but yep. Uh, at level 7 Warlock, yeah, it's two beams uh, nice. at 5th level. So this first one at disadvantage, 17, and then a natural 1. Mm. Uh, I can re-roll a 1, so actually, there we go. Okay, so disadvantage, so the, the 14 is the one we'll use for the second one. A seven. So 14 plus eight to hit, which I guess if I hit him on a 14, 22. Yep, that'll hit. And then a seven plus eight is 15 to hit. Uh, Yes, also hits. Okay. Uh, And what is Eldritch Blast? A D10 per hit. So 2D10 damage. Uh, And he also gets um, moved 10 feet. So I'm hoping to blast him out of the trees, like knock him Mm. right off of. In this case, he's actually getting moved 20 feet. Um, four and six, respectively. So 10, 10 damage. 10 damage? Okay. Um, so he takes 10, and he is blasted uh, 20 feet. You see him ping-pong off some trees. Um, he isn't quite blasted. Well, uh, you don't know where he lands, but he definitely got blown off whatever path he was he was running on. Um, okay. But uh, that will bring us to the end of your turn unless you want to run after him. Yeah, I want to use my movement to to go 30, and then I want to use my bonus to dash 60. Okay. Um, do you have anything that will help you with difficult terrain? Uh, I don't think boots of springing and striding help with that, although... Are we talking about the difficult terrain of like snow or it's like it's kind of melted down now here, right? Like it's more uh, grassy it's trees. than it's you're, trees. You're oh, it's just because through, it's trees. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cutting uh, through, through I don't have forest. anything to help with that really. No. Yeah. Okay. So unfortunately we'll be uh, cut down, but so you 15 can... for movement and then 30 for the dash bonus action. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you're making good, good progress. Um, but uh, in addition to him moving quickly, not being fettered by the train and then getting blasted, he's still uh, a little ways ahead of you. Right. Um, cool. Uh, bringing us to Juniper. Um, with uh, with the revolver not doing anything, she'll have to just take her sword and uh, basically one armed as she's like trying to like, you know dodge and duck and dip and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, she's just going to try to just, just basically <laughs> almost like keeping it like away from her. Like she is going to hit, but mm-hmm. it's not like to kill it. She's literally just trying to like, to like stay, like stay the fuck back. Gotcha. And um, with one hand, 
And uh, so she'll add some Divine Smite on that as well because mm. it automatically does that in case that makes a difference. Um, so the first one will be a nat 20 to hit, which yes. I assume will hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second's a 22 to hit. So uh, double damage, right? Yes. First one. Okay, first Is that double the be... smite damage that's being added as well, Tom? Uh, sure. Oh, really? Okay, wow. I think technically no, but it's more fun. <laughs> uh, technically, yes. Oh, great. Oh, nice. D- double the damage that you would roll on that crit. Well, heck yeah, then. Burn them up. Cool. So that's uh, seven. That's ten regular damage plus four radiant damage on the first one. <laughs> and the second one is nine regular damage plus uh, seven radiant damage. And your damage modifier only applies once, but all the dice yeah. you would do twice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. A fuck ton. Um, <laughs> he um, roars back um, as you, you divine smite him. There's a blast of brilliant white light. Um, and uh, with a, a howling scream, uh, he uh, falls backward, um, slumps against a tree, and uh, collapses. Um, you can see that, uh, like his his uh, companion, um, he also has some wounds um, mm-hmm. that uh, that are visible uh, without a perception check of six uh, as he uh, slumps over. But he is uh, he is well and truly dead. Oh no! <laughs> that's don't know your own strength. That's not on your. Crits. That's not what I. No. Oh. <laughs> All right, we can drop out of combat order now, um, given that uh, Wolfie's dead and other guy is unconscious and being treated by butthole. Has Quinny lost the tiger, or is Quinny still um, tiger? Quinny, bat? you can attempt to, I don't know, maybe roll me a, an acrobatics to see if you can uh, catch up to this guy. Wow, it's another nat one. Let's re-roll that. Four. Uh, so I think that's 19. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, 19. <laughs> That's fair. Um, all right. Um, you um, did I knock him out of the trees with the with my repelling? Blast? You knocked him to the edge edge of the trees, uh, okay. edge of the tree line. So um, I mean, sorry, I mean to the ground. What, what, was he moving between trees, or was he up in the no, trees? No, he was on the ground. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm got, I misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, although that's a much cooler image, so we can also just say that's what happened. <laughs> okay. um, all right. So um, you um, you rush up. Um, just in time uh, to smell um, burning flesh. Um, and uh, as you arrive, um, Veers is, is writhing in a purple flame um, on, uh, on the ground. Uh, can you roll me oh. a perception check at disadvantage, please? Uh, huge, huge roll here at disadvantage. That's a 17 plus. Oh, baby. Five twenty-two, twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, um, despite uh, this, you know, this ethereally burning tiger, uh, which is admittedly fairly distracting, um, out of the corner of your eye, you catch movement um, and see uh, wings, uh, and you just make out an owl disappearing uh, into the treetops. 
a normal sized owl or like a man sized tiger of like nope, a person nor- sized normal person sized owl. Okay, I noticed that, um, and it disappears into like the tree canopy kind yeah. of. Okay. Okay, so focusing back then on this burning purple flame engulfed tiger guy uh is he is he a corpse burning or is he alive and like writhing Uh, writhing but on the back end of uh of of this you i think quickly if you're looking to put him out can like kick dirt on him to see if it does anything but this clearly isn't natural flame Um, i'm gonna try and put him out and i was like we can save you just tell me what's going on so I'm just like kicking. I'm like, I, I've taken my cloak off over my shoulder. I'm just like trying to pat him down. Is it doing anything to this magical? Even no, the illithid cloak is, is not, uh, is not effective here, which should indicate how bad this, this yeah. fire is. Um, he's left the tree line and that's where I found him burning. He, uh, he got up and was like making for the edge of the tree line. You, you blast him like almost out of the trees. He's clearly going to like take off, uh, across the um the fertile fields but uh uh something got to him first yeah looking back to where that owl went um can i see anything else uh if i if i go over to where i last saw the owl can Mm -hmm. i can i see where it went or anything like that it's disappeared into the tops of trees and unfortunately because it's an owl it could literally just be perched literally any direction or anything yeah yeah um okay uh gosh one last thing i want to try if i can find the thing um looking at true sight i'm looking to utilize the eye of true sight here um i can see normal in magical darkness i can see invisible creatures and objects i can automatically detect visual illusions succeed on saving throws against them i can perceive the original form of a shape changer or a creature that is transformed by magic does that mm-hmm. provide me any further insight to what is going on does uh, that change the way i'm perceiving anything you can see veers in in um, humanoid form certainly um unfortunately uh all you can see is he's just like an incredibly cut guy like he he's got um i would say uh, you can tell he's got a soldier's body which isn't really any surprised based on how he was fighting um but um no one you recognize you know there's no defining marks on him that would really give you like a clear indicator uh one way or the other um okay the last thing i want to figure out then is he turned into a tiger and took off and the way i understand like changing into an animal is like your equipment and everything like that kind of like goes with you in a magical sense um as his life is ending is he reverting to human form and can i access his equipment um specifically that pouch where he threw fucking silver liquid acid at someone yeah 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 um hmm the magic flame thing is a real issue for this because in theory yes he would revert back but i don't know how you'd get anything off the body right it's all being burned burn it's up all being consumed okay basically once he hits zero he reverts and when he reverts the flame catches whatever is on him yep um, that said, uh, given the butthole is stabilized, the other wolf, the odds of you being able to analyze what that was are, are high. Um, okay. But, so basically this guy is ash. He's a pile of ash basically yeah. Yeah. for all intents and purposes. I he, can't, uh, he like can't managed, out the fire and the fire will not stop burning until there's nothing left. Yeah. He manages to like point at you 
um, as he's going down, but it means absolutely nothing. And he can't speak because his throat is on fire. <laughs> Jesus. Get this guy a glass of water. Um, hey, okay. Uh, I will return to the group quickly to just to make sure that everything is okay there. Make sure that owl didn't fucking <laughs> fly back and set my friends on purple fire or yep. anything like that. Fair uh, enough. Yeah. Uh, is the guy butthole stabilized a conscious, Tom? Um, you can wake him up if you want. Yeah. I think, yeah, butthole would quickly tie the guy's hands and then shake him and just point at his friend who's dead and be like, was that guy good or was that guy bad? A good person or a bad person? Um, and uh, he's kind of confused and he looks at him uh, and he just says, brother, we don't concern ourselves with such things, not in our outfit. Okay. Ah, shit, I got to redeem him then. Uh, and he's going to jump over to the other body. And he'd like to cast Revivify because he has a minute to bring people back from the dead as long as they still like have their heads attached and didn't die of old age. Um, great. This so, is, which one is this? The one you killed. The one that I killed, yeah. Juniper's just literally has her hands like on her face <laughs> and just been like, thou shalt not kill wolves. Thou shalt not kill wolves. <laughs> yeah, so but butthole run over and then it's just... Even he wishes it was more dignified, but it isn't. He just squats down and just starts rhythmically farting into the guy's mouth like a bellows, uh, yep. summoning his soul back into his body. So he he's brought back with one HP. Right. Uh, so everything else is still horrible. And then Butthole will quickly tie his hands and say, all right, so I understand that you're not the best person, but this is going to give you a chance to be a better person so that when you die, you can go to heaven instead of hell because I don't know if it's cool down there anymore. Whew. Hey, Quiddy. Did you catch the tiger guy? No, he burst into flames, magical purple flames. Oh, fuck, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I saw an owl, though, and just given the way this guy turned into a tiger, I'm wondering if that owl was not a regular owl. All right, well, we've got some new friends we can talk to, so Butthole go over to the guy he, like, stabilized and be like, are you okay? Because it looked like they were melting you, and that's really hardcore. So. uh... Standard procedure and settle on yourself get captured. We just wanted to talk, man. Who do you work for where this is standard procedure? Um, and uh he he glowers at you and he says, uh Well now we work for different people, but we used to work for a hero for you fucked that up for us, traitor. Is who this some cross-dimensional shit? Because we have we do not know who you people are. Do you know versions of us? Like I'm Quinny. Does that is that a familiar name to you? You know. Yeah. See, because that's Brown not Barrow, Butthole Farch, Juniper, last name unknown. We know yeah, all see, about you. See, okay, so these are different Quinny's buttholes and Juniper's. Okay, okay, then, okay Quinny, Quinny. Yes, you want to defend this? We got to find out what happened before we can figure out whether we can be mad about it. Maybe this actually is our fault. I've already decided I'm pretty fucking mad. Okay, good. Then you you have that, but new. Wh what's your name, uh, guy? I'm uh, Tamor. <laughs> Tamor. Okay, Bye. so Tamor. Uh, what we're looking for in terms of a story right now is is if this was a book, I would call it exposition and backstory. <laughs> what led you to get here? Who are you working for? How did we fuck up your life? Um. And uh, he uh, he just kind of sighs, and uh, he looks at the other guy, and then he kind of looks back to you defiantly, and he says, um, you said earlier that uh, 
we go to heaven, right? Heaven or hell? I mean, theoretically, right now I'm banished from both, but yeah, theoretically you'd go one way or the other. Well, you know, we almost had one until you decided to kill the commander. My name is Uh, Tamor. I am first lieutenant of the Fries, and we will not stop until we have avenged Commander Potatoes and the outer heaven you took from us. And he spits in your face. Oh, so they're those people. See, Quinny, we did fuck up their dream. It was. I'm still mad. That guy was an asshole. Yeah, this seems to be a conflict of core principles, and I can understand and respect that. So, Chief Justice, we're in an awkward situation now. Are are you okay? Because you seemed really upset a second ago. Well, I thought I'd killed a wolf. And wolves are sacred creatures. I think we're learning the wares are kind of an exception to the traditional rule. Um, Uh, And if a wolf was going to kill, like, an innocent child, what would you do? (laughs) Let the big dog hunt, baby. (laughs) Wolves are sacred creatures. A wolf is about to eat a four-year-old so girl. For the, 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 <laughs> real time, that wolf is eating the baby. You, your decision-making process needs to be accelerated. Uh, well, so, so here's my here's my That's problem. A point, because because instinctually, save the girl, kill the wolf if necessary. Right, but is this because of the but, tenants that well, you now need to uphold as a sheriff? They don't make things clear, like. The See, order the, of importance of the things? The Moon Mandments are designed for people to make their own interpretation. Here's the problem. Juniper, did I make the Moon Mandments Chief Justice? No. Okay, so when I ask you a question, am I asking you to interpret a piece of paper because the piece of paper is in charge? Yes. We've been over this, yes. Okay. Like when he just hands, like no, face in his hands, just, oh my God. T- you did better on the earlier one where you said no. You said you needed examples of kind of things that are going to have rules and allow for interpretation. That's the moon mandments. It's an example. It's not the definitive thing. Yeah. Are, are, are you praying to no, the No, I meant hammer? no. I meant... Uh, oh, got it. Okay. It? Sorry. It's, it's no hard with the yes, yes no. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So if a wolf was going to eat a four-year-old girl and a the second only one now, because the first one has been yeah, entirely she's dead. consumed. So yep. the same wolf, a definitely convicted killer, theoretically in the eyes of the law, is uh, attacking a second child. And the only way to stop them is to kill them. Would you kill them? Yes. The wolf, right. not the child, to be clear. Excellent. That's good clarification. Okay. Hadn't considered the other way around, <laughs> but theoretically interesting <laughs> that it was on the table. That was your first trial. Uh, we're going to call that one easy mode. Uh, And now we're going to walk you into a somewhat harder mode. We have taken two prisoners. If we let them go, they'll team up with the rest of the bad guys and kill us. They were part of a mercenary force that inhabited a city and were attempting to become a world power who we stopped. We're not really going to be able to talk them around to being friends, I don't think. And they did try to murder us. What does the law say we do? Sometimes killing is necessary. So you're saying death sentence. I mean, I'd rather just... Can't we, like, lock them up somewhere? That is a reasonable question. Quitty, no. can we lock them up somewhere? <laughs> it's just turning to, to get solutions to somebody else. 
You've gotten in and out of a lot of jails. What do you got for me? There's Treeberry back that way. And what's ahead of us, Tom? Uh, Cornucopia is basically the next stop. Beyond the trees, rolling hills, yeah. zombies in the distance, yeah. some scattered farms, sort of black smoke pouring out only of them. Place, the only place we could feasibly lock them up is back in that town, meaning undoing all the progress we've made today. Or if you're really set on imprisoning them, but not backtracking, taking several hours to dig a very deep hole. Or okay, Tamor. Or or, or third option, we gag them, and we keep them tied up, and we make them walk with us, and then they get delivered to Cornucopia, and then we could maybe put them in jail there, or the Cornucopians could say it's legal for them to leave, and then they go off to become terrorists who want to kill us. But technically, the local laws would be appeased. Tamor, what are you gonna do if uh, if you get free? Uh, Tamor, first lieutenant. The fries. He's just going to keep what's, doing uh, that. What's your brother's name over there? He doesn't say anything. Tamor, Tamor first, first lieutenant, lieutenant of the fries. It's not Tamor, first lieutenant of the fries, that guy as well? Because we only need one Tamor. And I like start to charge like magically, like crackle my hand. Uh, the other guy says, Crendon, second lieutenant of the fries. Oh, it's a different guy. Okay, that's good. So you guys are somewhat open to communicating and cooperating then uh, because not doing so... Uh, Unlike these two who have very philosophical conversations about death, I have no problem about killing you. Especially now that you've told me that you worked for Commander Potatoes. And we're doing that outer heaven bullshit. Um, and Crendon, clearly the, the toucher of the two, just says, hey, you, you saw what they did to Veers. Who? Okay, who's they? That is a big question. We're, we're getting somewhere, right yeah. Now. Are you being forced to do what you're doing? Uh, Crendon, <clears throat> second lieutenant of the fries. What's with those knife wounds? Grandin, second lieutenant of the fries. I Brandon, can make new like ones. To- um, can I? I would like to um use cleansing touch mm-hmm. if I can on Crendon, which um allows me to end one spell uh on a creature I touch if they're willing. Mm-hmm. What what spell are you trying to end? Um, I mean, if there's something that is preventing them from. Telling us anything. Yeah, some sort of like, yeah, compulsion or charm, like whatever that happens to be. That's fine. You can go ahead with that. Okay. So I like, all right, Crendon. Let's see. You got to be willing, though. You got to be willing. Willing to what? Are you, is she going to heal him or is she going to kill him? Yes. I don't care. We've got two hostages. I suppose I should tell you. Um, I, I think there's something preventing you from telling me what you want to tell me. And if, yeah, if you it's... let me heal, cleanse you of whatever it is that's preventing that, we can maybe come to an understanding, i.e. let you live. And then I just put my hand like on his head. Thank you. I feel much better. You can let me go now. Okay, but who are you working for right now? Uh, Crendon, second lieutenant of the fries. See, well, it was a that didn't work. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crendon, here's the, here's the challenge. I I brought you back to life from when you were dead because I thought there was a chance you could become a good person. And I can see from the fact that you haven't spat on any of us or pretty much told me to go fuck myself and sworn to kill me that you're a little bit nicer than Tamor over here. I just want to know who's making you do bad things because then we can stop them and you can do other things. 
Anybody who melts you is not a boss you deserve, no matter how bad shit you've done. Um, are you trying to persuade or intimidate him at this point? Uh, persuade, I think. Butthole's literally trying to appeal to this guy in a like hopeful way. Yep. Give me a persuasion check, please. That is a dirty 20. Uh, you are very persuasive. He, he just says, I mean, yeah, you're right. Things have been pretty rough since the commander died. Um, and Tamor's like, you fucking idiot. Don't you say any, don't you say another. You shut up. Word. And I'm like, I'm full on ready to take him somewhere else. <laughs> um, and Crendon just says, it's, it, it, it's, it, it's, it's Commander Underbottom, sir. He, he took over after, uh, after uh, Commander Potatoes died and the, the imposter Polka took, took control and blasphemed against the uh, Greywater Legion. We're, we're and like Tamor's like fucking like just spewing like rage and, and vitriol and like trying to like scream over him so he can't be heard. Yeah, just just gag that one. He's all right. Yeah, I'm gonna try and gag him. Yeah. Um, and he just says that the the fries have a, a missions. It, it's revenge against you. You, you. you took away our dreams. But like, what are you? What's gonna happen after you kill me? How do you think this is gonna get anything better? It's far Ask about my pay the grade, prisoner. Sir. The prisoner. They mentioned a prisoner. Ask yeah. him about it. Yeah. What prisoner was there? Um, and at that point, uh, Quinny, you feel a knife um, prick the side of your throat. Uh, and a voice in your ear just says, me. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and RDM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, the half-blind prophet. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield. Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You start with your own breathing. Match the rhythm of the breeze that carves the canopy, the birds and bugs chirping in set intervals. Feel the subtle pulse rising up from the ground beneath you. 
to wander is to dance with the forest. But the forest isn't just the partner. She's the music, the style. She's the rhythm. She's the set of ancient steps and movements that have been passed down from one dancer to another. She teaches you to dance the dance she invented to the music she's singing in a tonal system she thought up one night as it pleased her. You breathe, and you listen, and you wait for your place. Your first step, the call to... is a new fairy folktale podcast from T.H. Ponders, a member of the Fable and Folly Network. Listen to the show by searching for The Wanderer in Apple Podcasts or by visiting www.callofthewander.com.